0: welcome to another episode of employability matters a podcast where we deep dive into all topics associated with the world of work a spotlight on japan via the netherlands this is the second episode in the international series which highlights entrepreneurs who have moved from their birth country to start a new life elsewhere introducing you to cj joe who is Japan's only few international reggae artists. If you know me, you would know that my favorite music genres are Roots and Culture and Dancehall. And having the opportunity to share the Employability Matters couch with CJ Joe was such a pleasure. Throughout his career, CJ Joe has performed in Japan, Jamaica, United States, Canada, UK and Europe. Strictly influenced by Bob Marley, Garnet Silk and Dennis Brown. His past history goes way back from 1993, releasing various Japanese reggae singles, Full and compilation albums in Japan. CJ Joe in his past has opened up for various superstars including Bujabanton, as well as being able to cross over to the hip hop scenes and open up for the Wu-Tang Clan. Other front acts in Japan include icons such as Johnny Osborne, Maxi Priest, Yami Bolo, Brigadier Jerry, Admirable Tibbet, Everton Blender, and many, many, many more. So let's get started. We have a special guest um, flying all the way from Japan via the Netherlands, via Jamaica, isn't it? All those three wonderful places and welcoming Mm -hmm. you to CJ Joe, who is an international, one of the very few, I must say, international reggae artists. On this particular episode, you're going to hear about CJ Joe's. Journey, you know his passion and love for reggae music and how he ended up in the Netherlands. You know, I for one, I love reggae music. Anybody who, who knows me, they know that I am a dancehall queen. <laughs> Especially queen. dancehall <laughs> queen, you know. Especially pull up, like, pull, up. <laughs> pull up, you know. they we're there. Big bed, when come again. Anything with yeah, regards yeah. to you know late '80s, '90s dance, or I just love, I just love. So welcome, CJ Joe, to Employability Matters podcast. How are you doing today?
1: Greetings, konnichiwa, konnichiwa. from Japan. Midea in Midaya. Europe. Yes, this is Amsterdam here. Beautiful day, sunshine. Um, it's it's a little pity because you know Europe is cold, but you know I got used to it. <laughs> And I, I give thanks to the life and I give thanks for this moment. Arigato.
0: Oh, thank you so much. And like we must big up Reggae Rita for the connection because- Yeah, like big
1: up then. Reggae Rita yeah. and eat her food because her food is the best.
0: It is the and best. She's,
1: and she's the boss. <laughs>
0: she is, she's definitely boss lady, you know and respect to her with regards to- Yeah,
1: for us blessings to up. the queen, you know. Yeah. Every time.
0: I was saying that um, before, always have a ritual before I do interviews and that is that I am I have to listen to some music so obviously I downloaded your um, new um, single which is out which was out on Monday right
1: yeah like two days ago oh thank you very much give thanks
0: yeah no problem no problem I really love the lyrics and I had to write some of the lyrics down because The lyrics that you're sharing that particular single is something that we all need to hear about right about now because we're going through the pandemic and there is a lot Mm -hmm. of suffering going on, but we have to hold on to hope so in your lyrics you said, um, as life goes on we must keep on moving on just hold Mm -hmm. on. Um, and be strong gotta live on and on and that so resonated with me because as we know just this week we heard about well one of the convictions for the Derek Chauvin case and he got guilty on all three counts yes yes, yeah we so need we not we need the hope isn't it we need the positivity vibe that particular song is is really great and wonderful and I wish it great success
1: Thank you very much. Give thanks. No problem.
0: No problem. So we're going to deep dive into everything about CJ Joe.
1: Yeah, let's dive. Yeah, let's let's deep dive into
0: (laughs) it, you know. Let's deep dive into it. So I really want to hear about, you know, because this particular episode is about featuring international guests and you're my first international reggae artist, brap, brap, you know. That's good.
1: It's an honor. (laughs) Yeah. It's an honor.
0: And talking about, you know, how you, your early years growing up in Japan, like what was that like?
1: Um, yeah, well, you know, first of all, um, my original roots is Yokohama City. It's by the Bay and um, my school was in Tokyo most of the time um i will tell you about myself why i speak english is because i was educated in american school and they have these schools in japan all over the world where people who are blessed get to have their educated in japanese and english um most of it is american so my english is americanized um mixed with the patwa because now me me is a reggae artist obviously so sometimes you will hear that jamaican English and some people who speak proper English will say, are you Jamaican or something? <laughs> like Something is different from your English. So I think it's a lot of the mix in me and um, you know, I, I grew up there in, in Japan um, and I got into the black music. So and then from there, you know, I, I had school in Tokyo, which is the big capital and I lived there all my life. Basically, um, besides going out of Japan and and, and living abroad, but yeah, we'll keep, we can get deeper into that later on.
0: Yeah, yeah, because what yeah. is interesting because my mom is Jamaican and my dad is from Barbados, and I must say, like I know that Japanese and Chinese are different, okay, but there is definitely a huge presence of all different kinds of cultures within the big brand culture of Jamaica so you've got Japanese you've got and I think there's over I was looking up some data and I think there's like 992 Japanese in Jamaica (laughs) type of thing
1: wow I didn't know
0: that yeah up to I do I do know
1: some people who've been who've been living there for over 20 years yeah um and they have their own life there that they're Jamaican basically um you know, they just moved out of Japan and lived and made their own hotels or motels. You know, just for the tourist. Or you know, they probably, you know, make their own business with uh, Japanese foods and you know, they survive. So you know, I I can I can I know the Chinese Jamaican are in Chi- um, in Jamaica mm-hmm. from long time because some of them even taught me about batwa and the culture of Jamaica. Even though they're, you know, Chinese, but to me they're Jamaican because I'm strictly, you know, learning from Japan the reggae because that's where I learned all my reggae. Uh, I never learned it in American, in uh, society, but um, the influence was there from long time for me because I like hip hop, I like black music, um, the Billboard chart, Michael yes. Jackson was my yeah. inspiration. Mm-hmm to get into the genre of, of black music. And so, you know, black, you know, the the back in the days, um, for me, it's the nineties, yeah. <laughs> and then went into, yeah, went into the dance hall with Shava, Supercat, you know, Ninja Man, all them big singers and Dennis Brown even, you know, that time from there, you know, I go on, but like, um, yeah, I I got into the roots after that era so i'm not too i guess i'm old school but i'm new school too because i still i'm not i've seen it all you know the generations Mm. where i'm blessed to see it in that era and the new now so yeah i'm very thankful I, i experienced those moments in history yeah
0: I hear you because I'm really interested in like your move from Japan to the Netherlands like walk mm-hmm. us through that journey what made you end up in the Netherlands?
1: Well if I really go back in history my life in reggae music was always of course I looked to Jamaica and I traveled there many times and I tried to study it and this is more like when there was no telephone, cell phone, you know, internet, no Facebook. So it was really, you know, I had to go to there and then come back to Japan. So my, 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 life, my life is a mix. Um, you know, going out and back and forth to, to, to even London, UK, I, I, back in the 1998 days. So, I've always traveled since those times from 90, I could say 97, 98 to study the reggae abroad. I go to America even just to see the vibe of reggae. But, you know, I know that London was more of the inspiration, especially on being a Rastaman now, as you see me with dreadlocks and the culture. And then, of course, via um, towards Jamaica and getting deeper into the, the, the Rasta communities or the reggae music experiencing life. So I've always wanted to go out. And um, I did have a time that I made a decision to say, yeah, I'm gonna step out, leave and just dive into America. So I went to America, I went to Canada, but all of those places, of course, reggae music takes me there. So I'm in the zone which the Jamaican people are, <laughs> or the Caribbean, so.
0: They embraced you.
1: I, yeah, yeah, so, but you see the Asians in in, in the Western society, their mental is educated as a, a British or American, right? Or a Canadian, right? So they they are not gonna go into the zone of the Caribbean. They'll stay in their Asian zone, you know? So when an Asian Japanese guy comes in and, yeah, I know those, those, you know, those second, third generation, you know, um, Americans or, 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 you know, those people who, who lived there all their life born and raised, but I would come from Japan and I would go into the Jamaican community. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to the dance. And it's like, w- what, you, you're going to the Jamaican community? <laughs> you know, like yeah, they don't understand. No, but I said, yo, man, I I love reggae and you're not coming. I'm going alone. So I go alone into the dance. I go check the Rasta shop, the Caribbean food. And of course, some people, now they know more of the Japanese that love reggae. But back then, they were like, hey, where you come from, China? You know, it's like, so I said, no, Japanese. And they're like, oh, Japanese? Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. I heard something recently that there's a lot of reggae in Japan, you know, and that's how I started to grind. And so this all of this lifestyle that I have always tried to go abroad and go back and forth. I finally made the commitment to to say, yeah, it's time to. I mean, basically, this is my second round in my life. So I said, let me go to Europe. Because I hear Europe have big reggae. I wanna see what it's like. I know I'm gonna start from scratch because nobody's gonna know me. And it's like going to another country and starting all over again and coming into the scene. So you you don't know what to expect, how you will be received or accepted.
0: Mm, true. So this
1: is, But I always had a dream and a goal and a vision. And I said, I want to be this person. I need to do this. I don't care how long it takes You know, it can take 20, 30 years. Basically, that's like my life right now. Half of my life is reggae. But I said, I want to finish my life outside because I've done so much in Japan for the reggae. And everybody knows that. So I said, let me challenge my life because I still can do it. I'm still fresh. I'm still new, but I don't have a platform. I don't have a chance. So I said, let me make the chance because Nobody's going to call a reggae artist from Japan if they don't know who he is. So I have to make my stamp. So I said, yes, let me go out. I don't care. I take freestyle Mike, Rubber Dove, you name it. I go in the dance, just enjoy myself, but also appeal that me is a Japanese reggae artist, so maybe I get a chance. So, but you have to get on that plane and go. Nobody's going to come to you, right? (laughs) And they're going to think, oh, the Japanese guy, what can he do? So I have to show it and not talk it. So I said, yeah, let me dive deep into Europe and let me see if I can try again, I would say. I challenged once in American market and, and, you know, went to Jamaica as well, but never went up to the north, you know, the, the European side. And uh, I've always watched Europe, so I was like, yeah, man, if I have any connection, I know London is always there, but London is London for me. I already know London, but I want to explore Europe and the whole place, but I didn't know where to go because I don't speak French, I don't speak Spanish, Portuguese, you know, or uh, German, Um, but, you know, Germany's little more English I think um than many other places but um Netherlands was something that just came on my mind you know maybe because I I can smoke or something like that (laughs) in the beginning the little
0: Jamaica isn't it the little Jamaica outside of Jamaica
1: uh, yeah I would say it's 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 chilling you know but Mm. it's cold so this is the only difference I think Mm. and you know is is I think it's more multicultural here of course, I mean, I, I would say this, when you're a tourist in any country, yeah? And you come there, they're like, welcome, welcome. Yeah, 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 I Irie, one love. When you start living there, they, they're like, no.
0: Things change. People's attitude, things change. They don't
1: say it, but they yeah. say it in a vibe where I felt very rejected mm. in society because they, they, you know, I mean, I, I'm telling you real talk t- today mm. because I think I worked hard um, building myself up.
0: Yeah.
1: And and now people can, you know, they can, like you heard my song, you can feel me and hear me, mm. my message. But I couldn't just make that from day one. Like, mm. you know, the, the minute I landed here, I had to go through a lot of experience so basically, since I started Touchdown, Europe was 216 was my first challenge to come here as a tourist and try to do my reggae. Mm-hmm. But um, from there, it took five years, almost four and a half, I guess, just to get to where I am today. Yeah. So I'm I'm very thankful, but I had to work for it. So people think, oh, you're lucky, you 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 you're up there now doing your thing. You have yeah but you know you don't know the other story that That's i it. have i'm alone from japan
0: mm. nobody's
1: gonna help me unless mm. they really have a big heart which you know some of them i mentioned like rita big mm. up you know give thanks mm. and never forget that yeah um there's a whole weep of uh other people in the reggae, Rasta people, there's, mm. um, I, I cannot say names right now because there's too many, but there's a lot of people. you got a
0: long list of people who has helped yeah, you yeah. along the way. They're
1: not, they're not, they're not like the, the top of the top, but they're the ones that know what won.
0: Yeah. They were
1: the real, the real ones. Mm. They've been here, they know how it is, they know what you're feeling, they're, you know i mean there's of course top musicians in the in the in the in in my list that even said yeah if you need help i'm here man i Mm. know what it feels like and there's a lot of jealousy out here in the west
0: Mm. um
1: which i would not feel in japan because Mm -hmm. in japan it was more like i am somebody already you know what i mean so i have So it's like, respect the foundation vibe for Mm, me. mm. I have youths who who look up to me and I I influence them to to start doing reggae and becoming Rasta even. Mm. And they know that too. So I have my position. Mm. But when I start as a guy coming on the plane, who are you? (laughs) What do you want?
0: Mm.
1: (laughs) I want to sing. I want to do this. Then that's another story because, yeah, we could... You know, but what do we get in return? Do we get to go to Japan? This is the thing. And it still is because whenever I want help, people expect, but they don't say it, but I know it because they want to go to Japan. So they're going to do something for me. But my, yeah, if I was a promoter and not the artist, I would have said, yes, that's no problem. And of course, as we move together, there is possibilities. But you know how it goes because that's business, and when business starts, you have to uh, connect the right people in Japan, and they're also hard-headed because they wouldn't want to call artists that they don't know in Japan. So basically, a lot of Jamaican artists, even my friends, they ask me, "Yo, take me to Japan. Japan may to mm. I Japan, me want go." say, "Yo." you think Japan easy? Because <laughs> they, don't, they don't want no third class, fourth class, you know, ranking artists. They want the number it's one. The
0: number one, yeah.
1: And even your number one, if they're not well known in Japan, you will not have your ticket to go there.
0: Wow.
1: So this is what I have to tell everybody and I have to tell all the artists out here. It doesn't matter which genre because they're always going to look at the Billboard chart and say, oh, he's the number one. We want him. But if he's not there and they don't know him, they're like, mm, we're not interested. So to get to, the, to Japan is very, that's why a lot of the Jamaican artists even wanna go even though they don't get the full set. Experience, they don't get the full, yeah. they wanna go because mm-hmm. they know Japan love the reggae music or the, the black music even, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even other music from the mm-hmm. West. And we really endorse it. But we always, you know, we're good listeners. Um, I'm the the one that can talk, so I'm talking. But the ones that really check it out, like you have wicked DJs in Japan, yeah, that know the tunes, they mm. know the songs, yeah, and they know they did their 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 research, they study, so they know more about it because, you know, that's the only way to 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 get into the genres.
0: That's right, and to get ahead, it's, yeah. It's,
1: we don't speak it, so we have to live it. Yeah. So when you live it, then you start knowing it. So you have people, Mm -hmm. hip hop, (laughs) you know, like. Living the whole culture
0: with the clothes and the jewelry and stuff. Yeah.
1: Girls who want to be black, you know, like even like that. So, you know, and it's a culture now because it's been there for a while, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, but I'm, I'm just saying, uh, you know, just to make it short, I just came here because I wanted to do my thing basically mm. i had a dream even though i know it was the odds against me because that's what keeps me burning you know you want to challenge
0: driving forward isn't it i don't want right.
1: to yeah i don't want to sit in the room and and finish my life miserable i
0: hear you i
1: chose to, i chose to be an outcast type of japanese mm-hmm. but in a good way Mm. and to be an example for the youths you know because you
0: were saying about like being an outcast um, Japanese and I thought to myself oh it's just so interesting you said that because it's interesting because when I saw you I didn't think you're an outcast Japanese I just thought yeah this guy loves reggae music and you know big up to you that you love reggae music and you just want to let everybody hear and know about you know the genre which is fantastic but I can just imagine what it was like growing up and you went the left way isn't it which is your Mm -hmm. righteous way your authentic way into reggae music as opposed to the right, the other way, it's not the right way, but another journey, another path, which could have led you down to a traditional job, as you said, raising Mm -hmm. family or not type of thing, but you chose your righteous way, your, your authentic way, you know, the way Mm -hmm. that you can't shift, you can't shake it, but you knew that, you know, reggae music was just drawing you, isn't it? (laughs) It was just drawing
1: you and drawing you. I, I don't know why I, I, I went into this road so deep mm. but it's you know it's I think it's destiny more like you know Definitely. and when you That's find your word, de-
0: destiny yeah
1: yeah so anything I try to do it doesn't work out mm-hmm. like I mean it wasn't easy for me all the way it still isn't um but you know at least I feel happy you know when I do reggae I I do black music I'm with the black people on you know, I don't want to say white people are like different from, but there's something that I didn't know, you know, from those societies, from Asian culture to mm-hmm. uh, a Western culture. And that was like the Caribbean culture, the African culture. This is just a different energy for me, you know? Okay. So maybe I felt more attracted to something that it, or, or even the Latino culture, you know, like this open-minded, happy people, even though they don't have everything they have in life, you know, they're happy and they are strong. So I, to me, that was attraction, you know, it's like, wow, I I, I have this in my blood. Maybe I have too much power in my country so they think I'm weird. Mm. You know, I was always the, the one, that's why I know I'm an artist and I stay proud of it, but when in society everybody looks the same dresses the same does the same thing and then you say no then that's another hard road to choose for mm. for a japanese guy because that's... they will not give you a chance mm-hmm. you know say like i go for a job i speak english i'm a very good english teacher because that's what i did to make money on the side mm-hmm. uh, but i would do it through singing so i was like a, a vocal teacher but not the vocal trainer, uh, but I I, I made, <laughs> this is something that nobody knows in my reggae, but I was a vocal teacher teaching students at a, a, a big corporation called Seibu. And this is a big, they own baseball clubs in Japan, but they're a big mm-hmm. famous corporation that hired me. The only corporation that took me because I was a good singer <laughs> and I was, I said, I could teach English through, they said, not through English to the notebook, but you can do, if you can sing and you can teach in English, that would be something that maybe can work. So I got that job and I did this work. That was like my 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 biggest achievement in Babylon society. Awesome, <laughs> in, yeah. In Tokyo. Yeah. As a Rasta guy, to teach with his dreadlocks, because usually dreadlocks are not gonna be hired. Yeah, mm. they say cut it, cut it, and then mm. maybe we we can use you. But even though you have the skill, it's all about the look. So you must shave your beard, cut your hair, and maybe you can be a teacher. But I couldn't be another teacher. But they hired me, so I was blessed to to teach um, kids, teach. Um, people who just want to sing in English, you know? And I just said, okay, you have to learn how to pronounce this right. So when you 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 do the Rs, because yes. Rs is very hard for Japanese, you know? You have to say rough. They're like, rough, you know? Oh, so I said, no, yeah. rough. So when you sing rough, you, you have to say, it. don't sing like rough, sing rough, you know? So I would make them train themselves to to get it right so they say which single you want to sing so they would bring all these billboard artists like even rock and roll and i was like wow rock and roll wow. but, I, but i said it's for black music only but they don't understand yeah so they come this punk rock guy comes in punk in my rock. class wow he has a mohawk it's red spiked up and he's like yeah i want to sing i want to sing some punk Can you teach me? And you know, it's a job. I had to say, okay. (laughs) My friend in UK had one experience. He saw me probably one time when he visited me. He was laughing because I was teaching a professor at a college, and he's nowhere you would look at him like he's gonna sing a song. (laughs) The typical guy with the glasses, yeah, little chubby with the suit on. And with his, his, his bag in his hand, like typical Japanese businessman, come in, say, take off his net, guy, say, Yes, teacher, sensei, I'm ready. Mm. Can you teach me? But she paid me good money. So I, good, that's- know, I to keep-
0: <laughs> <laughs> but what it goes to have show to <laughs> Yeah, but what it goes to show that you know there's that there's a scripture that says um that it's important, I can't remember it fully, but it's important about going through the wide gate or the narrow gate. You know, mm-hmm. if you go through the wide gate, it leads to destruction. But if you go to the the narrow gate, that is where you will get your blessings. So you chose yeah. to go against the grain. You understand what yeah. I mean? You chose yeah, to do into the grain and through that journey, and we know there's going to be, you know, swings and roundabouts, but, you know, you're here as, you know, a living testimony to say that I done it. I moved from Japan, lived all around the world, currently now in the Netherlands. Is there anything that you miss about Japan?
1: Ah, uh, I miss the food. The food. Everybody <laughs> says that
0: wherever you go. I miss the food. Oh, wow. I
1: yeah. mean i mean this okay first of all no disrespect to the chinese people but the chinese here all run the japanese restaurants
0: Ah.
1: so it's not the real food that i know yes and even some of them like say i went to france i was i said ah sushi it looks pretty proper it looks you know they got all it's pretty real like the japanese i go inside and i sit down and then the waitress is Chinese, I don't judge that. I say, okay, I want this, I want this. But then he brings out the, the sushi and it's like a fist ball. And it's like, it wasn't the, the real taste. He brings the wrong dish for the sushi because the sushi hasn't come in a proper dish. He brings something else. And I had to educate him at the table. I said, hey, sit down, let me show you. When you make sushi, you go like this and you go like that. And then you cannot use this because this is too big for a sushi dish, you, you know, and that's going to disrespect the customers, even though they know they're not from Japan. If they study our culture, like me study Jamaica, mm. you know, you just know, you know, that this is not this is not the real deal. So that's that's a disrespect to my country. So I had to tell him this is where my love is hardcore sometimes. And I just say, hey, listen, bro. OK. You know, I, I, I will teach you something because this this is not because I'm pissed off, but I'm just saying that this is how you should do it and this will help you in the future. So I had to sit him down and he, he learned and I said, Oh, he said he said, Sorry, sorry, sorry. You know, but I said, No problem, don't worry, you know. And then um I I I you know gave him a tip and then he said no, 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 it's okay, you, you teach me a lot today, I'm thankful, free meal, free meal. So I said, okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you know, so, and, and this is where I miss the food and, and I'm, I'm not gonna judge nobody who does my culture, but it's like, you know how it is over here people just take the brand and just, you know, they don't respect it. And, you know, it's just money, money, money making because they know Japanese food is popular So maybe they want to make their business, which I understand, but for me, I like Chinese food too. So I'm like, yo, Chinese food is good, but I guess there's too many, there's too much competition. So they have no choice, but to go for Japan and do it because the Japanese are few um, compared to them. And they would do that. So, you know, but you know, I, I they're like brothers and sisters to me too but we are of course you just mentioned we are a little different we are more um i would say we would go deeper and check it out and know if we should do it or not but then for them it's it's they're pretty hungry so you know in a way that's what japan lacks right now in these days which we need to be more hungry people which i'm Mm. one of them but you know, the motivation is strong from China for for, for, for their business, which is good. Mm. But like, I think that they need to really, if they want to do it, they should master it. You know, like, you know, don't just do it because you make money, you know, because it's a really good food. And I don't want my people thinking that Japanese food is that because the real deal is very good. So this is where I really miss. And um adding on that you know because I cannot find any and if it, if you find the real stuff here it's very expensive it's like maybe three four times more than the cost in Japan I wouldn't say bad things about Japan but the reason why I left is sometimes it's too strict for me and I think that there's the old kind of mentality traditional which is this beautiful traditional but there's also bad traditional which the old generation still don't want to let go. And for me, it doesn't exist in my generation. So why are you hanging on to that? You know, that's just making the the kids suffer more. And for me, I have to break it and say, okay, listen, from my generation to the next, you're not going to have to go to that because I will show you how to live the way you want to live. So this is where I feel proud, I can say now that I made it to where I have a life in all all kinds of countries because I have many friends all over the world, and I think that 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 breaking the bondage of of the traditional kind of mindset uh, doesn't exist in the in the young kids now, so yeah, I think it's very important that we Japanese who you know under my generation be more flexible because uh, it's not the best place to be a creator, okay. you know, mm. your creation as an artist, you will not get respected as much as you would uh, over here, I guess, because, you, you know, just it's the art you would, you you would hear about this athletes, right? But you wouldn't hear about the, the artists too much unless they're like a, a, a traditional artist or something. Because that's, that's something that, they don't let you create your mind to be original because it's, it's, it's like an education of Asia where everybody has to look the same, do the same, and we own you. So, <laughs> which, which, is, which is something that I don't want, I'm sorry to say this in this program, but I don't want nobody controlling each other because we are all free.
0: I agree and definitely yeah and,
1: and if 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 the Western society um is gonna copy the Asian society of that kind of mentality that's so excuse my language that's bullshit, really you know that is not the way it should be because the the the, the future is about unity you know and and to to unite and to control is something that is not gonna make the mind um, grow to be a better person. And that's why we have a lot of suicide in, in, in the Asian countries, especially Japan. Um, I'm sure other places in Asia too. Besides the ones that are laid back in the, in the Philippines or down mm. <laughs> You know who have nature in them, yeah. But yeah. the civilized, civilized Asian countries, um, there's a lot of pressure and stress. So you know, this is this is where I didn't want to get stressed out for what I'm doing because to do what I have to do, I have to fight every day. You know, um, it's kind of sad to say this, but like if I was walking down the street. You talk about the 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 case the other day. The police officer is guilty. Um, you know, honestly, I wish all of them were guilty in my country because they're very cold-hearted when it and educated by the system. So uh, when they see any kind of person who has dreadlocks, afro, or you know, fashion of hip-hop or Mm -hmm. anything that is different from what they see and they've learned in the book, they will come and search you and harass you. Mm. Um, This is the part I don't like. And there was many times where I was harassed just walking down the street. So every time I have to be not scared, I'm not scared of them, but like... Mm. yeah and you cannot get angry because the minute you get angry then that's the reason to handcuff you and take you in Mm. and you who knows what's going to happen to you so Mm -hmm. i always have to be very uh um, wise and you know calm cool, Mm. but smart because they're playing games on you and Mm. testing you Mm. to react and they would make you very angry, you say very bad things to you, treat you very bad in a way, disrespectful, but I had to come wiser and say, "You know listen, you know you you're doing this to me, but why are you not doing it to this person? why are you mm-hmm. coming to me so in a way, I feel that the you know I'm Japanese in the same Japanese, you have this You know way of looking at people different just the way they look true so they they, this is the part where i feel that the the education system i was blessed to be international japanese so that's why i'm telling you now but the majority will be only one way thinking so they will not be blessed to have that mentality unless they travel so and and even myself even though i studied through the book english uh, culture the the experience is another thing because if you don't experience you don't you don't know you know so even though the, the risk was there i said i i would choose to come to the west and yeah it's worth it but also like you said i miss i miss japan I really do right now, I never say this, and i I miss all my friends um because you know the lockdown's been what a year and a half almost <laughs> yeah
0: it's a year and yes yeah, a year last month yeah year and a month is you're right it's a year and a yeah, half yeah, soon, yeah. you know
1: and uh, and you know i the lockdown you know you choose to come to a free land, yeah. And you get locked down. This is my. You get locked biggest. down, so
0: yeah. Because one of the questions I want to ask you: What have you learned, like twelve months on since the coronavirus pandemic? Like, what lessons have you learned?
1: Well, for me, it's it's more. It's I wasn't panicking. I wasn't mm. panicking. I was more calmer than many people here, mm. in fact. And I made many songs on these topics. Mm. And my my biggest song. I can say that's a hit song from many people um, that moved their minds and hearts was Hope and Pray. Yeah. So you can check you can check my song out. But that's the same produce, production from this new song, Hold On. So yeah. it's a 220 song and you have the 221 song, mm-hmm. which is a part one, part two kind of energy. But I didn't want to be hopeful and, and praying, praying, because now we got to be more optimistic and positive.
0: That's so true. You know, true. we have to yeah. move on.
1: We, we, we done the waiting. We done the praying. Mm. But, and the hoping is always going to be there, but we have to shine in ourselves and go inside mm. because we cannot look outside every day and say, yeah, it's going to get better because all they're going to give us is, is garbage in a way and fear. But that's so for what the mental- we have
0: been... Isn't it, you're right.
1: So the mental mind, it, it, it's not good medicine for the mind. So for me, all I have to do was to sing to something that can help the mind to clear the vision. So, you know, you can help yourself. You can help yourself because I cannot do it for you. But this, this honestly, pandemic made me stronger, stronger and, and tougher because uh, it it made me feel like I already lost everything, my vision in 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 Europe, you know. When they say boom, like a bomb, yeah, pandemic, Corona, everything stopped. You know, everything stopped. You see all the big major festivals, all the shows. Even I had a, a festival cancelled and some shows cancelled, and nothing nothing is going on. And I said, "Wow, I'm stuck." And plus, I'm stuck because as a as a Japanese, um, now it's more like hard to go back to my country to fly. Mm,
0: okay, yes.
1: He quarantine, all this and that testing, and and it costs more money. And mm. you know, I have to be ready. I'm I'm planning. Hopefully, I can make the the, the trip. Um, but I just gotta check it out before anything because okay. it's, it's a very risk because quarantine. Um, hardcore paperwork, many things like, I'm a citizen, but they're going to treat you like you need a visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're very strict now, you know, they're very strict.
1: Yeah, so even you have your Japanese passport, this testing and these papers, these whatever they want to do is more important to them. So this this is like nonsense to me in a Mm -hmm. way, but I understand they you know everybody wants to protect the country so I respect the rules you know I wouldn't Mm -hmm. judge them but I think that there needs to be more balance um because some things are not adding up Mm. you know which I don't want to be that conspiracy theorist but I hear you I always have to give a question to what's going down in society because i'm an artist and i that's my will that my free freedom of speech
0: Mm. so
1: this past pandemic i've been really working on these topics of questioning also not only you know happy songs you know this one i just came out with is the happy one but it wasn't happy all the way (laughs) it was more of i'm a fighter you know i have to be and coming from the far east i came here to shine the light as the sun rising sun you know so there's a lot of responsibility and pressure on my shoulder and i and my country is watching me so if i i cannot screw up you even can't though screw i'm locked up, down. no,
0: yeah so because what, one,
1: so yeah go on
0: because um one of the questions i was going to ask you is what is the inspiration behind your name
1: my name is very deep and very, uh, it's very, I would say it's the balance of, of consciousness and craziness, because C is for craziness, consciousness, and also cool. That's originally was crazy Joe back in the days.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to, <laughs> that's, 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 that's real talk.
0: Seriously, okay.
1: Yeah, because I wasn't a Rasta, man. I was just a little rude boy. I wouldn't say rude boy, but like, you know, ragamuffin, you know, like, getting in trouble, too, you know? Like, I wasn't this peace and love, blessings and this and that. I was more like a bad boy, maybe, you know? But not to hurt people too much, you know? I mean, I was more like just... A bald head, you know, trying to be like, you know, those Shabarrangs with the lines. I put Oh lines yes, yes, hair.
0: yes, yes, at the side. I did yeah. the
1: eyebrows?
0: Oh gosh, I wear, yeah.
1: I wear big chains. Oh, <laughs> with the mesh mesh tank top. Yeah, with the rude boy belt. Wow, with with Kazal sunglasses. You know, I didn't get I didn't get no teeth or anything, but like. You know, it was more like, you know, Congo hot bandana, yeah. you know, like this and, you know, like just the total ragamuffin style. You know, I had, I had these gold, I couldn't, I couldn't buy the real ones, so i buy fake ones, but, you know, the the $10, $10 uh, yeah. ring. Oh yeah, knuckle busters type of thing. Kn- like
0: knuckle busters, rings. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and I just wear those and, and I do... My rude boy style and ragamuffin style, original Jamaican rude boy style. You know, so I was into that. So they call me Crazy Joe. Oh, you know? that's why you've they call been
0: me reincarnated CJ. now. Would you so say? CJ
1: Joe is is the international new version of right. CJ. Because right. in Japan they wouldn't call me CJ Joe. They call me CJ. Mm-hmm. CJ CJ. So that's why. Um, that's my history of that name. So I said, okay, well, I'm not, cool. I'm not that I, I'm crazy in a good way, but I'm not that crazy like I used to be. You know, I'm, I'm a different man. It's been so many years now. i have calmed down a lot, huh? Conscious. So it mm-hmm. stands for conscious. Okay. This, now it, it stands for conscious, Joe, mm. because... Joe uh, Joe would be like coming from the the Rast- Rastafari tribes of Israel of Joseph mm. in the as uh, in the Bible because these these um these go by seasons and months in Rasta. Okay. And Joseph would be my tribe. I would be like in between the the green and the blue.
0: All right. Okay.
1: So I go on the spiritual name, but to make it short and mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. Joe was my original name in my English name mm-hmm. that was uh, like a nickname back in school from the, the, the Western people because um, then my other name would be a traditional Japanese name which you probably can find me out there <laughs> in the <laughs> internet. But <laughs> yeah, you're
0: not exposing <laughs> it today, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Because as we're wrapping up and everything, I just want to um, ask you um, if you can share some final words. And I also want you to let everybody know your social handle so that they can download your wonderful music.
1: My my music is um, basically on all of the major platforms with um, iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Easier. Um, but basically, if you would go into the internet, you would go for East.com and you would have my website. So everything is up there and you can link, it will be linked to all my social media platforms, my videos. I think that would be the best way. But if you put in CJ Joe or CJ Joe Far East, now my, you know, you, Google has put me on the top for whatever name I have. I've seen that
0: because when I'm looking, when I was looking for you, I put CJ Joe and it comes up straight away, which is great. Yeah. That's good.
1: Yeah. I guess I I worked hard in in, in Europe for the past couple of years to because before you wouldn't say CJ Joe, I can't find it, (laughs) (laughs) but now people can find me. So, you know, that's a blessing, Mm. you know, and uh, I give thanks. I give thanks to life. So, you know, even though we have this pandemic right now, I learned to be strong and, and I come from a land of patience, you know, and, you know, we are not perfect, but I learned to be patient. Um, so when you're patient, you have a extra strong vibe in you. And I've been using that all the way to this pandemic. So that's why I've been coming strong if you compare my music from years back to the music recently, you will see the difference in my vocals, my lyrics, my message. Uh, even this interview, you would probably feel a stronger energy um, because for me now, I got nothing to lose because I, I lost you. it all. Yeah, I hate
0: it. But you.
1: even though I lost it, my dreams went away shh, down the toilet. In a way, there's always hope and there's always the future because when that time comes back where we don't they say it's not going to go back to normal but if there's a new normal that we can have uh, something that is positive that can come in reality again you never know right because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow but if you give up now then you're really going down the toilet with with everything so my message is, is no matter what, never give up, keep your head's eye, hope, and, and also do what you can in the now, because now counts and now is everything because that is the future.
0: Hey everyone, this is your host Sophia Lewis and thank you so much for listening to this episode of Employability Matters, a careers and job-related podcast where we dive into all topics associated with the world of work. Thank you for subscribing. I very much appreciate your support and remember to share with your family and friends. It would be appreciated if you could leave a great review on our YouTube channel, Anchor FM, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I will be back next week for another great episode. So until then, remember, employability matters.